Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. To a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord everybody and welcome to a Tuesday type of CAC Daily iCast. We had yesterday off. 
we had some uh, scheduling conflicts, so we didn't get to be on the air. And if you're not receiving our text and updates when we are having a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulties, something happens we can't get on the air, get your phone out right now. Very simple, very easy. All you got to do is, like you see on the screen, just simply text at CAC Daily to the number 81010. That's at CAC Daily to the number 81010. It's simple. It's easy. No one ever gets your cell phone number, not even me. So join today and start getting text and updates from this broadcast. Well, we did take yesterday off. It was a beautiful day in the neighborhood here in East Kentucky. And speaking of beautiful days, well, we do have some beautiful days all week long. Going to be hot, though. In fact, they're saying this could be the hottest weather we've had all year. So today, the high is going to be around 87 degrees, going to be humid. That's right, humid. Going to feel like 96 degrees and uh, 0% of precip. So we don't have to worry about no rain today. And then tomorrow it's going to be a high of 89 degrees. That's right, 89 degrees and mostly sunny, very warm. Going to feel like 97. Ooh, we got to get some booze in here. Let me see if I can bring up some booze. There you go. Yeah. Terrible. And then on Thursday, oh, you don't want to even look at Thursday then because on Thursday, it's going to be a high of 92, but it's going to feel like, there it is, 101 degrees. Yeah. So, uh, going to feel 95 in the shade. I don't know how it can feel hotter than it really is, but I guess that's just the way humidity and all that factors in. But that's what's going on. If you look at our current radar conditions, you can see that right here in East Kentucky, we have nothing going on, nothing at all. Uh, You've got some little warnings there of uh, different fog and uh, heat and all of that, but uh, no rain, no Nothing major going on, and it looks like it's going to be another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Let's see if I can do something here and kind of take those um, warnings out. I like to put the warnings on the back burner. So um, let's see if I can do that. Here we go. The hazards. I'll take the hazards out and put the radar in. That kind of fades everything out, lets you see that we're not really having anything going on right now. Currently 74 degrees outside already. And uh, last night around 9 o'clock, it was still so hot and muggy outside that uh, you just sweat just being outside, you know, 9 o'clock at night. So, yeah, I'm not going to complain because uh, a lot of people's got it worse than we do. A lot of people have, uh, you know, coming up um, the, um, I guess, 100-degree-plus weather uh, all the time in this during this time of the year. So not going to complain too much. Hope you had a great weekend. We had a great weekend at uh, CAC and PAC, and we had uh, a great service Sunday morning and, and Sunday uh, day service and then went to Pikeville at two o'clock and had a great service. Uh, Brother Jordan preached and we just had a great time in the Lord. And uh, 
So we uh, hope you will join us each and every service. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, you can always catch us by going to our website or Facebook page and click on the live broadcast. Well, let's see what else we got going on here today in our announcements, of course. Uh, we do have coming up some special stuff that we need to make mention of. We want to mention that our Christmas program sign-up is on the back podium at CAC, so be sure to sign up now so uh, Sister Pam can have everything ready for the program at Christmas. Just around the corner. That's right. Also, special recognition to me and my wife, 46th anniversary. That's right, September the 10th, celebrating 46 years of being married. And then uh, CAC special speaker coming up September the 17th, Brother Cornelius Harper. Yeah, he's going to be with us at the 11 a.m. service only. And uh, then uh, we're going over to the Pipeful Church at 2 o'clock. And Brother Cornelius Harper is uh, going to be speaking our at our 11th anniversary service. So looking forward to that. And then we right here at little old CAC Daily ICAST, we're getting ready to celebrate our 10th anniversary. That will be on the fifth day of December. Well, we do want to remember our prayer requests. Uh, you will see all of those scrolling on the screen, but I will mention the last 10. When William Vandell, Woodrow Bunk New, Robert Justice, jo uh, Joyce Estep, uh, Dwayne McCoy, Susan Hackney, Barb Sawyers, Ruby Daniels, Justin Casey, Hannah DeBarge, and Kenneth Coleman. Let's remember all of these in prayer and all of those that you see scroll on the screen. And, of course, you can always call in 606-282-4108, or you can email your prayer requests and praise supports to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org, or simply put them in the chat room or the comments section. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up today's service. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together. Once again, Lord, on this platform to fellowship with your people from around the world, and also, Lord, that we can come together and study and reason in your word. I pray, Lord, that you would help us, that we would always be wanting to uh, yield ourselves to you and learn more of your word so we can do that. Lord, I pray that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one on our prayer list. You know their needs, their situations. I pray that you would move for them. Your will be done. I pray, Lord, that you would also touch each and every one of our viewers today. Some have financial needs, some have uh, material needs, and some have needs of healing. I just pray that you would bring forth all of that so that you would get glory and honor out of all of our lives. And, Lord, we give you the praise. We give you the honor. Bless the broadcast today with a special touch of your presence. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, um, you know, uh, after taking a, a day off, uh, it just seems like that uh, it's kind of hard to get back into the flow of things. I don't know if that's the way it is with you if you do anything. Uh, you know, I never had that problem at work. Like, uh, you know, when I worked uh, in the mines, uh, you know, you take uh, you take a week off and you come back and it just seems like everything just falls right back in place again. Uh, but seems like with all of the 
I guess it's because I'm running the whole uh, production from uh, from this uh, area right here by myself. Maybe that's what it is. But it's, sometimes it seems like, okay, now do I need to go here? Do I need to go there? What do I need to do? Did I set that up? Did I fix that? Did I update that? So, yeah, hopefully we got everything updated, everything going good. We're reading our way through the uh, Old Testament. And once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to loop into the New Testament. So if you stick around long enough, you can say that you've read through the Bible right here on CAC Daily iCast. Right now, we're in Samuel, 1 Samuel, chapter 20. Chapter 29. Now the Philistines... Oops. See, I, I told you, I already made a mistake. It's not 20, and it's not even 29. It's supposed to be chapter 30. Gotta get my bifocals fixed. Chapter 30. And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away, and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and, behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives, and their sons, and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept, until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, he and the six hundred men that were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued, he and four hundred men. For two hundred abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Besor. And they found an Egyptian in the field, and brought him to David, and gave him bread, and he did eat. And they made him drink water. And they gave him a piece of a cake of figs, and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him. For he had eaten no bread, nor drunk any water, three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. And my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. We made an invasion upon the south of the Carathites, and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, Canst thou bring me down to this company? And he said, Swear unto me by God that thou wilt neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will bring thee down to this company. And when he had brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon all the earth, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. 
and there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil, nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. And David took all the flocks and the herds, which they drave before those other cattle, and said, This is David's spoil. And David came to the two hundred men, which were so faint that they could not follow David, whom they had made also to abide at the brook Besor. And they went forth to meet David, and to meet the people that were with him. And when David came near to the people, he saluted them. Then answered all the wicked men and men of Belial, of those that went with David, and said, Because they went not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered, save to every man his wife and his children, that they may lead them away and depart. Then said David, Ye shall not do so, my brethren, with that which the Lord hath given us, who hath preserved us, and delivered the company that came against us into our hand. For who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. And it was so from that day forward, that he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel unto this day. And when David came to Ziklag, he sent of the spoil unto the elders of Judah, even to his friends, saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. To them which were in Bethel, and to them which were in South Ramoth, and to them which were in Jatter, and to them which were in Aroer, and to them which were in Sifmoth, and to them which were in Eshtemoah, and to them which were in Rechau, and to them which were in the cities of the Jeramelites, and to them which were in the cities of the Kenites, and to them which were in Hormah, and to them which were in Korashan, and to them which were in Athak, and to them which were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men were wont to hunt. Yeah, David had to encourage himself in the Lord. And uh, also, that's one of the great uh, chapters that talks about how that David recovered all. He recovered all. All because of uh, someone who was left behind. They gave him the information of where to go and get his stuff back and his wife's back and their families back. And you know, they wanted to stone David when they found Ziklag uh, burned with fire and their family's gone. They wanted to stone David. And uh, so David had to do something that all of us have to do from time to time. And what is that, you might ask? Well, that is that we all must be willing to um, encourage ourselves or learn how to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Well, Coming up, we got uh, our 60 Seconds with the Pastor. We got our trivia question coming up and also our, the Commonwealth Minute. We'll try to squeeze that in here in all of our squeezing. And uh, currently outside my window pane 77. Yeah, it's heating up, y'all. It's heating up. So, uh, yeah, going to be a high somewhere in the neighborhood of about, oh, I guess somewhere in the uh, 89 degree, 88 degree. My computer just decided it wanted to refresh 
in a slow manner. That's right. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's taken its dear old time. So what do you do when one computer takes its dear old time? Well, you just open up your app on your phone and look and see, get the same information. 87, not 89, but 87 today for the high. And, uh, yeah, just one of them things that happens. And uh, it's always uh, the refresh mode that gets me. It's always the refresh mode. So if I bring it up now, you can see that we are going to have 87 for the high today. All right. Now, let's see. You got a minute? Well, of course you do. And if you got a minute, well, then you've got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Romans 13 and 1 says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Did you know that pastors have permission from the Lord to oversee the church? Because of this position and permission, pastors can ask for people to do certain things, such as expectations for membership, expectations if you want to be a musician, singer, Sunday school teacher, or work in any capacity of ministry. For you see, the pastor is looking out for you and loves you enough to help you get farther from the world and closer to the Lord. That is our 60 seconds with the pastor. If you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Well, looking at uh, some things that's uh, on our list today that we want to make mention of, we want to remember that uh, we are on episode 132 of this year. This is the 234th day of the 365 days out of the year. You ever wanted to know what, how many days have done passed this year? Two hundred thirty-four is where we're at, and um, usually we get about two hundred episodes per year. But uh, this year looks like we're going to fall short of that. Uh, we're just on episode one thirty-two, and so we're going to fall a little bit short of that because of cancellations, rescheduling, and of course coming up our holidays and uh, time that we take off. So uh, that will still allow us to have, when we get to the end of the year, uh, our 10th anniversary service is what we'll be celebrating. That still means that we will get somewhere around 2,100 episodes. So, uh, yeah, that's coming up. So be sure to uh, mark it on your calendar. That's December the 5th. And you can send me an email. You can drop uh, just a happy anniversary CAC Daily ICAST in a comment section or chat room. And uh, do that all through the month of December. That's just around the corner. September is just around the corner. And uh, school has already started. So if you're 
traveling through school zones now. If you haven't already noticed, uh, you need to notice that uh, the speed limit is usually 25 uh, through through the immediate area, 35 if it's on a main highway, and sometimes 45 if the school sets off of the main highway. So uh, just be aware that there may be some traffic that you wasn't expecting. And I don't know what it is, but it just seems like that uh, uh, the population has grown here in uh, East Kentucky. And And what do you mean by that? Every, every time you go, uh, you know, used to you go to uh, what we call town. That's how you know you're from a small town. Uh, you go to town, uh, you know, where we do our shopping for groceries and different things. We shop locally, but sometimes you have to go uh, just to, to the next city. That's right. <laughs> and uh, used to you could go, and they was, uh, you know, uh, light traffic. Uh, you know, it, usually unless you hit it right at the school morning, the school evening, or when work was letting out, what we call rush hour. And uh, that's usually the only time you would run into a lot of traffic. But now you can go any day of the week, any time of the day, and you will have all sorts of traffic. And what about those gas prices? Oh, come on now. Let's let's uh, let's think about the gas prices just for a moment. I know, I know, I boo that too. We shouldn't be paying this much for gas. Gas prices are up, and uh, and still, uh, you know, uh, projected to climb even further. Uh, with that said, I always wondered. You know, back in the day, this is just back in the day. Uh, the diesel fuel is a byproduct of when you make gas and uh, process oil for gas. So it's a byproduct. It used to always be cheaper than gas until, you know, over the past several years. Why is that? Well, we have so much traffic on the roads that use diesel. Yep. And, uh, you know, even, uh, even airplanes, some airplanes use diesel, uh, jet fuel, things like that. So yeah, with it's called supply demand. You know, some, if you need a lot of something or a country is using a lot of something, that is what goes up. It's, uh, it's like, I think there was an old story. I'll just bore you a little bit with some of my stories that I get, from long ago, uh, there was a story, an illustration, just talking about how that uh, supply and demand happens. That there was this old um, person who just collected bottle caps, and he collected just you know bottle caps. Uh, the old time, you had to have a bottle opener and, and open the bottle cap, and it wasn't the twist off; it was the you know the others. So he collected those, and those became so valuable uh, that uh, the price uh, of money was less than just paying with bottle caps. And, and the moral of the story is whatever is in either rarity 
or in high demand, the price usually goes up. So that's my little economic study and uh, on uh, why our gas prices are so high right now. Uh, used, you know, usually when you have a, a hurricane hit in the Gulf or the or the East Coast, gas prices soar. Usually when you have a war breakout, like in the Middle East and stuff, the prices go up. Well, the prices are going up, and it's uh, kind of uh, nothing going on. Remember when uh, gas got down to uh, $2 a gallon and sometimes a little less? Wasn't that long ago. Oh, let's try to get it back. Yeah, let's try to get it back. Well, with that said, we got about uh, three minutes before we have our teaching session today. So why don't we just jump into uh, this? Uh, of course, we like to do this every day. And that is our trivia question, poll question of the day. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch it Sunday at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to Mountaintop Media. Well, today's trivia question. What time is it? Who had his thumbs and big toes cut off? Who had his thumbs and big toes cut off? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results... We do have the results of Friday's trivia question. We didn't have the broadcast yesterday. Friday's trivia question was simply this. Under what did Rahab hide Israelite spies? And out of those that participated, it looks like 33% of you got it correct. And the correct answer was under, under stalks of flax that's found in Joshua chapter 2 so 33% of you got it correct and uh, thank you for participating in the uh, trivia question that was Friday again we did not have a 
broadcast yesterday due to our scheduling. So that was on Friday. And uh, with that said, well, let's try to squeeze this in before we go and take our little break. And this is the Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. WBKO News in Bowling Green broke a story involving a fundraising scheme between the governor's office and illegal campaign contributions. The news station uncovered a $12,500 donation by the Barron County Economic Authority to the Democratic Governors Association. This contribution was made upon request from a Bashir official in exchange for attendance at the Governor's Kentucky Derby events with investors and other economic developers. Now, the problem is that since the BCEA is partly funded by taxpayer dollars, it cannot make political contributions. This is the second such campaign finance breach involving Governor Bashir's re-election campaign. Republican Party spokesman Sean Southern said that under Andy Bashir, it's becoming clear that his office pressures people and sells off government to the highest bidder. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Minute. Richard Nelson is the executive director, and that is Commonwealth Policy Center. And uh, we uh, have been asked to do that on our broadcast, and so we're doing that for him. All right, uh, it is time for us to take our little break. And uh, you want to know why we take a break? Well, I'm glad you asked. We take a break because we got to clear up the lag so that we can... uh, Record these, put them on the archives. People can watch them on their own time frame. Don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day. Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. 
Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. I'm Richard D. McKinney, pastor of Cornerstone Apostolic Church and Pipewell Apostolic Church, and welcome to the study today. We hope that you will be blessed by what we study. And we did not have a broadcast yesterday, so we're picking up where we left off on Friday. So let's do that right now. Let's just jump into our study today. We are looking in. Third uh, John chapter 1, of course, and we're going to begin at verse number 8. It begins to read like this. We therefore, therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receive, receiveth us not. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds which he doeth, pratting against us with uh, malicious words, and not content therewith. Neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbiddeth them that would, and casteth them out of the church. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. Demetrius hath good report of all men, and of the truth itself. Yea, and we also bear record, and ye know that our record is true. I had many things to write, but I will not write with ink and pen. Uh, I will not with ink and pen write unto thee. But I trust I shall shortly see thee, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to thee. Our friends salute thee, greet the friends by name. And that kind of closes out the chapter, but uh, we want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be lesson number 1066 of our study through the Word. And let's go to the Lord in prayer as we study today's, um, uh, I think it's going to be uh, the lesson that is going to inspire us to uh, mark them that are contrary to the word and hinder the word and uh, talk about people because we're going to find out what uh, John t- said about all these things. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us, Lord, to be gathered here together in your precious name, to study your word, to use this platform. I pray that you would bless us, Lord, as we study your word, that I will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, and that we will be what you would have us to be. And Lord, get glory out of our life. And it's all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I think it's interesting that when John is beginning to uh, further instruct, uh, and that's basically what these letters are. They're letters of instruction of how the church should behave, how the church should act, how we should treat one another, and how we should treat others. And uh, I think it's interesting that John just began to talk about how that we are to be fellow helpers of the truth. Again, what is the truth? It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is uh, the doctrine of Christ. It is the commandments uh, that we all must uh, follow. So the truth is in Jesus. And so he's, he's instructing people. You keep, you keep uh, helping people that's in truth. You keep helping people that's following truth. And, um, 
In doing so, you'll be a fellow helper to the truth. Um, with that said, and I want to kind of bring this up on the split screen so you can kind of uh, read along and look. Um, we ought to receive people that are teaching truth, standing for truth, and not compromising on truth. And when we say truth again, remember, it's the doctrine of Christ. It's the truth of God's word. It's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Remember, everything is revolving around Jesus in these um, letters and in these instructions. It's, it's simply telling us now that we're serving Jesus, now that Jesus has given his life for us and we are followers of Christ, now everything we say, everything we teach, everything we do has to be centered. Uh, Jesus has to be in the center of, of it all. And so he says, if you find somebody that is walking in true in truth, be a fellow helper, receive them. Remember, we talked about how that sometimes they would stay in their homes. Sometimes they would, uh, you know, be welcomed into the church to, to teach or to preach or to fellowship. And, um, but he, 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 after he says that he talks about a person named Diotrephes. Um, now, I guess I could uh, make sure that I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I've got this app, and if you don't have this app, you need this app because this app does tell us how to pronounce maybe words we don't know or names we don't know. And uh, so I'm just going to click it right here and let you listen to it. Diotrophies. 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 Um, so... Diotrephes uh, loves to have the preeminence. Now, uh, I think it's interesting that uh, John is is giving this information uh, to others about Diotrephes. Uh, he loves to be the leader. He loves to be, if we could say, seen. He loves to be the most important person in the room, if we could say that. Because uh, Diotrephes loves being in charge. He's large and in charge. He loves being in charge. And uh, I know a few present-day Diotrephes. Yeah, they just, they, they just love being in charge of stuff, controlling stuff. And uh, it's not always, um, you know, uh, people that, receive truth or are fellow helpers to the truth. It's sometimes people that just uh, want to be in charge of a community. You know, you got community leaders, uh, not necessarily the mayors and all the governors and all those. I'm just talking about just general people in the community that they end up wanting to be leaders. They want to be in the forefront. You can find them in church. Uh, people that want to be in the forefront. They want to be uh, seen all the time. They want to be uh, in the uh, limelight, if you will. Well, Diotrephes was like this. He liked to put himself first. He liked to have the preeminence. That's what preeminence means. And, uh, you know, in the, in the Greek, preeminence simply just means uh, he loves uh, to be first. He loves to uh, 
have distinction. He he is the person that wants. He's ambitious, but only about himself and his views. Have you ever seen someone like that or met someone like that, that it's all about them? Well, you know, you don't have to uh, listen to someone preach too long until you find out it's all about them rather than about Jesus. I remember sitting, listening to someone preach one time, and they was all oh, they was preaching. And then they said, and then I went to this place, and I preached, and I baptized this many, and I, I did this. And then I went over to this place, and I baptized this many, and I did this. And after the sermon, I, I got to looking at my notes and, and thinking about what was said. Less was said about Jesus than it was about the person who was speaking. And, and you know, if, if somebody gets up and all they talk about is themselves, you know, that is one of the things that Diotrephes did. He, he loved the preeminence. He is ambitious of distinction. Uh, he was aspiring to be first. He, he wanted to be first. He wanted to be a leader. He wanted to be in charge. Unfortunately, today we got people who are, I call them, wannabes. Wannabes are those people that want to be a leader but don't want to measure up to what it takes to be a leader. They want to be in charge, but they are not able to be in charge. They want to lead, but they need to be led themselves. In fact, if you read your Bible, it's a fascinating book. We find that there was times when even the statement was said that they desire to be teachers, but they need to be taught themselves. So with that, Diotrephes was one of these people that wanted to be in the limelight. He wanted to be in charge. He wanted to be in front of everybody. He, he loved that attention, and he loved that authority. And what did he do? Well, he didn't receive John. He didn't receive John. And uh, I'll tell you, John took that personally. <laughs> John took it personally because he was he was upset that uh, Diotrephes, uh, who loved the preeminence and loved to be in charge and loved to be in, in front of everybody, wouldn't receive him. Now, what did John go on and say? He said, when I come... Listen at this, because this tells the story of what we have to have the same attitude when people refuse the truth, when people refuse you, stand against you, uh, try to excommunicate you, because why you preach the truth. Wherefore, if I come, he said, I will remember his deeds which he doeth, pratting against us. Now, that's not a word that we uh, hear very often, uh, the word pratting. And um, basically, um, that, that word, I'm going to give you the Greek definition of it because uh, if you prat against something, you're, you're talking against them. Uh, you're, you're a babbler. Uh, you're you're mischievously trying to uh, hinder someone. 
Now, all of us can say at some point, somebody has talked about us, right? And not in a good way. That's, John's not talking about Diotrephes, talking about him in a good way. When he was prating against him, he was, he was standing against them, um, talking against them, speaking against them, uh, giving thoughts, uh, accusations, uh, empty charges, uh, to accuse one falsely with malicious words. So he meant to hurt the reputation of John. Now, here's the thing. When somebody sets out to hurt the reputation of those who are preaching the truth, standing for truth, when they set out to hurt the reputation, we don't want you to go to that church because, oh, they stand for holiness and they preach Jesus and they baptize in Jesus' name and they, they believe it's all about Jesus. You know what? We, we got to look at them the same way John was looking at Diotrephes. Diotrephes is not a, um, a good guy. He's in the church, but he's not a good guy. You see, a lot of people are in church, but they're not good people. They have ulterior motives or ulterior motives, or they have different agendas. We find that if we're not careful, we, we will recognize these uh, diatrophies of the day and be friends and embrace. John has no desire to embrace diatrophies. Oh, we're supposed to love everybody, Pastor. Yes, we are. But those that come against the truth, the Lord takes personally. That's right. He takes it personal. We see that John, an apostle, takes it personal. Shouldn't we take it personal when somebody tries to talk about us to maliciously wound us, maliciously uh, destroy our influence and reputation? I've had people do that to me. You probably had people do it to you. People that decide they get disgruntled and, and they decide all of a sudden they want to try to do their best to destroy you. But you know what? Are you equal to fight against God? You know, some people get all upset. Oh, they tried to destroy me. Oh, they're trying to, you know, they're out in the community talking about me or they're putting me down. They're trying to take away any influence or anything like that that I have. Well, just calm down and just be cool and just say, are they equal to fight with God? Because they're not fighting against you. When they come against you, they're coming against Jesus Christ himself. Now, you might say, well, prove that in the word. Well, remember Paul? Paul was on the road to Damascus. The Lord shines a great light around about him. He falls to the ground. He says, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Remember, Paul wasn't persecuting Jesus. Jesus had already been crucified. Jesus had already been buried in a tomb. Jesus had already resurrected, but he wasn't personally persecuting Jesus, but he was persecuting God's people, not just preachers, not just teachers, but leaders, preachers, teachers, anyone that stood for the name of Jesus. So 
we find that now Jesus took it personally. So he brings Paul down, blinds him, talks to him, telling him it's hard for you to do this, ain't it? It's hard. You see, when people come against you, or people come against me, or people come against anyone like John was talking that Diotrephes had come to him, against him. They're not your friend, and you don't even need to embrace them. You need to avoid them, even if they're in the church. You know, remember, Diotrephes is in the church, right? Yeah, he he loves to be in charge. He he but he's in charge and he's saying, We ain't letting that guy come and preach because they don't preach truth or they stand for truth rather, or they do this or they don't do something that was pleasing unto Diotrephes. In fact, I think Diotrephes was more of the aspect I'm the only one that needs to preach. I'm the only one that needs to speak to this this congregation. I, I kind of get that uh, feeling that that's the attitude and the spirit of Diotrephes, that they think they're the only one that can feed God's people. They think they're the only one that can preach. They think they're the only one that can sing. They think they're the only one that can do anything for God, that nobody else can do anything because they're not as good as Diotrephes. Well, you know what John said? John said, I will remember his deeds. I will not forget. I'm going to remember, which he does, pratting against us with malicious words. He's talked about us, trying to destroy our influence. John took this personally. We should take that personally. You should take it personal when somebody tries to uh, down the reputation of your pastor, your church, but most of all, Jesus. When someone tries to down that, you ought to take that personal. You ought not be looking at them and say, well, you know, I, I, I still love you and still pray for you. And I'll, No, you don't need to hang out with those people. Those people's going to taint your view. Because if you hang around somebody that says two plus two is seven, long enough, and you keep hearing it over and over and over, pretty soon you're going to say, hey, two plus two is seven, right? No, it's four. <laughs> but that's what happens. So these malicious words, and, and not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren. He doesn't receive anyone that is teaching in the name of Jesus. He doesn't receive any of the brothers. He's Remember, he's large and in charge, and he really wants to be the only one that speaks to people. If you go to that church, you have to go through him in order to do anything. Diotrephes was a person who rejected people who stood for truth, the truth of Jesus. Now, there's nothing wrong with pastors protecting the pulpit, nothing wrong with pastors refusing to allow someone to come, nothing wrong with that. You'll read it all through the scripture that you have to avoid certain people. You have to not let certain people come in and speak because they're deceivers and they're liars and they're other things. 
you know, when I find out a pastor or a, a speaker or a preacher has done illegal things, I'm not going to have them come speak. Has has lived a life of sin, I'm, I'm not going to let them come in and speak. Or especially people who don't believe that Jesus is God, I'm not letting them come and speak. But I'm not a diatrophies because of that. Diotrophes wanted to control and push out people that were teaching truth, preaching truth, standing for truth, even stood against John himself. Maybe he thought John was a little too strict. Maybe he thought John was just a little overboard. But he had malicious words. Malicious words are words that dis- that try to destroy your reputation your influence, and uh, your ability to uh, to have an outreach. And people have done that to me. I'm sure they've done it to you. I know they've done it to other pastors. I've talked to other pastors, and they said when those people left the church, they tried their best to destroy my influence in the community. But you know what? Those diatrophies, God will take care of. Just remember what they did, and don't let them back in. Don't let them back in to have authority or or influence because some, I, I, I like the saying that I met, and I've, I've said this, and our time is up for today, but I said this. I met the drummer. I met the drummer of uh, Jimi Hendrix. He was just one of the drummers. He wasn't the main drummer. His name was Rocky Isaacs. Rocky Isaacs said something to me uh, that uh, really stuck out. Because he asked me if I played an instrument. He was a drummer, and he asked me if I played an instrument. I said, I used to play the bass. He said, wait a minute, let me stop you right here. You didn't used to play the bass. Once a bass player, always a bass player. Some people, once they're a diatrophies, they're always a diatrophies. Once they cause church problems, they'll always cause church problems. Once they cause a church split, they'll try to split every church they go to. Once they uh, have done, uh, you know, things like talking about, I'm talking about good ministers and people that stand for truth and living right and living holy. When they speak against them, they'll always speak against them. It's kind of like, you know, a person being a womanizer. It's hard for somebody who is a womanizer unless they get a true experience with the Lord to break that pattern. Once they start that pattern, it's the same over and over and over and over. That's right. That's why, you know, a lot of child molesters, they just keep molesting children, no matter what city they go to or where they wind up. And and in closing today, I want to finish this chapter out because it's just a few more verses here. But he said, you know what Diotrephes did? He tried to maliciously wound us with words, ruin our reputation, ruin our influence. John is saying this, and he says, it not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren. He won't even receive people that love Jesus and preach and teach Jesus. They won't, they, they won't uh, do that and forbiddeth them that, that, that would 
people that would receive them in the church and say, oh, they're good people. They believe in Jesus. They're preaching Jesus. They're living for Jesus. You know what? He cast them out. Well, if you're, if you're going to like that person, you're out of here. Again, let me ask you a question. Do you know people that you can't be friends with certain people? Because if you're friends with certain people, you can't be friends with them. Oh, if you like this preacher, you can't li- you you're out. You're out. If you're of this political party, you're out. If you're of this persuasion, you're out. If if you're this, you're out. Well, that's what Diotrephes was doing. He was casting out people that was just friends with people that was preaching truth and trying to embrace people and be friends with people and receive people. You know what? He cast them out of the church. He says, beloved, follow not that which is evil. That's just a polite way of saying, don't follow diatrophies and people like him. I know people that have caused problems in churches and people just love them. I got I to gotta close down. We'll pick up on verse number uh, 10. Uh, let's, go, uh, let's go with verse number 10 that we will pick back up with tomorrow because I, I don't, I don't want to stop abruptly when there's some things that we need to really know in this uh, in this uh, in this uh, study because we got to be warned. We got to be warned, and and this is something that it, that if you don't believe, read your Bible, study your Bible. You will see what John is teaching is true for us today. Well. I do want to close with that, and I do want us to go to uh, the Lord in prayer, and I want us to ask the Lord to help us not to be deceived by the diatrophies of our day, to not fall into a category of trying to be a di- uh, diatrophies, casting out people that stand in for truth. If you're friends with people that they're not friends with and they don't want in the church, then you you're not their friend. They don't even want you at the church. They want you to leave. I've heard I've heard people say, I, I, I want this family out of here. Leave. I have never in my 26 years of pastoring told anybody, I wish you'd leave. Or I want them out of here. You know why? I'm not a diatrophies. I want people to come to church. I want people to have a chance to serve the Lord. Now, if you, I'll have to pick this up because I got to stop. So here we go. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer because of the simple fact that we have to uh, understand what John is teaching is still uh, in effect for us today. We got to grab onto this. I feasted on this today. I hope you have. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you've blessed us. You have blessed us, Lord, to not only be able to utilize this platform to teach your word, but you have blessed us that we're able to see into the mind of John and how the church is to be run, how we are to stand today for the same things that John stood for standing against people that refuse people of truth. 
Stand for Jesus and let the world go by. Lord, help people to receive that. Help people to embrace that. That should be something that they say, I'm going to stand for you, Lord, and let the world go by. Jesus, I love you. I thank you. I praise you, Lord, for this platform that we can utilize to teach your word. Help us to always rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully. And if we have not, forgive us, Lord, and help us to correct it. For it's all in your mighty name, the name of Jesus. Amen. That'll conclude our teaching today. And, uh, you know, when you start looking at John's teaching, it's, it's, I've told you, uh, from first John, second and third John, after you read these chapters, if you don't feel like praying more, something's wrong with you because, uh, John, John lays it out there. He don't cut no slack. And he didn't cut no slack for Diotrephes. Do a little study on Diotrephes. Do a little study in in 3 John and see if you don't see uh, people in our day. Same thing. People never change from generation to generation. The evil still going to be evil. The good still going to be good. Those that stand for Jesus are still going to stand for Jesus. And those that stand against anything Jesus are always going to stand against it. They're going to be antichrist, right? Well, with all that said, we hope you've enjoyed episode and lesson number 1066. And uh, we certainly want to uh, remind you tomorrow we'll be back here, Lord's will, once again, as we have a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. Our trivia question is up and running. Who had his thumbs and big toes cut off? Well, go to the Facebook page, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.